Hey everyone, it's Lady B here and I want to say welcome to my podcast channel. This is my very first podcast ever and I'm so excited. I have never done this before, but I'm excited of what all is in store um, that you will learn from me, all that I will learn from you all. And I just want to thank you for just taking a moment to join me and to see what's going to be happening on my channel. Um, Let me first introduce myself really quickly, and then I'm going to jump into today's topic. So I am Brianna Bright. I'm 27 years old. I am a mom of three. I have a six-year-old daughter, Chloe, a one-year-old son, JJ, and a three-month-old baby girl, Amara. And those are my pride and joys. Um, They are a part of my life. Sometimes you'll hear them in my background, and I'm going to apologize in advance for it, but... I am a mom, and I'm a stay-at-home mom, especially during this pandemic. So, you're going to get a lot of them, and you're going to get a lot of me. Also, I am a wife of a pastor. I have been married for seven years come April 3rd, and we've been together for 12 years come September. And we have a church in South Boston, Virginia, um named Greater Gilgal Revival Center. We have been standing for two years now, since August 2018. And I'm so excited of what God has done for us and what he's continuously doing. Um, What else? I am an entrepreneur. I do hair. I'm a licensed cosmetologist. I've been licensed for the last four to five years, but I've been doing hair for 10 or more years. Um, I specialize in natural hair care, so I do a lot of lock maintenance, um, braids, lock extensions, faux locks, all that stuff. I do all of that, um, as well as being versatile in um, roller sets, uh, relaxers, colors, you know, the traditional things. I also am launching my hair product line come February 21st in um, Clinton, Maryland at 4 p.m. I'll be launching my hair product line that I'm so excited about. So far, I have a hair renewal oil. I have a tea tree silky milk shampoo and a tea tree deep conditioning moisturizer. So I'm excited to be launching that and releasing it come this February. So stay tuned. I will give more details about that soon. Um, And I'm also in school. I go to Strayer University and I am focusing in business management with concentration in entrepreneurship. So in 22, I should, in 2022, I should be graduating with my associates as well as my bachelor's. I'm in a dual program. So I'm just excited. And as you can see, I'm busy, 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 busy. If I'm not gone in the salon, I'm at home running around after these kids. It's like 10 of them. I only have three, but it's like 10 of them. But we're not going to go into all of that. I just wanted to introduce myself, give you a little bit of me in a nutshell. Of course, as we go further into my topics and stuff, you'll get to learn more about me. You'll get to see what I'm passionate about, how I do things, what I like, what I love, what I don't like. And so I'm excited and I want to do the same and learn more about you as well. 
So, without further ado, let's jump into this week's topic. Um, On this week, I wanted to discuss a deep and a loaded topic, and that is forgiveness. This is an action that we all have are faced with, you know, on a daily basis, and one that can be very challenging. So, I want to go ahead and just jump right into it. What is forgiveness? Well, if we, you know, look at a dictionary perspective it's an action or process of forgiving or being forgiven so if we take the base word out of it and look at that forgive that means to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense for their flaws or for a mistake and you know if we look at the bible's definition of forgiveness you will find that in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 31 through 32. And it says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. So basically, in a nutshell, what it's saying is to release all the ill feelings you may have towards someone who has hurt you, who has damaged you, um, and let it go and move forward. Now, okay, I know that is easier said than done, especially depending on the extent and the extremity of the damage that was done by them. But a lot of times we find ourselves wanting to write someone off in our life or give up on them or um, avoid them, not want to be bothered because of how they wronged us. But if we just take a moment and, you know, self-evaluate, we'll realize that we all are human and that we have at one time or another wronged someone and desired immediate forgiveness. So if we expect that from others, we must extend the same grace, compassion, and understanding that we desire because that's only right, right? So let's just pause for a second and reflect on a time in our life when we needed someone to forgive us for something we did, whether it was big or small. Let's remember in that moment how we felt. How sorry or apologetic were you? Were you anxious? Did you feel worthy or deserving of being forgiven? Let's think about how that made us feel in that moment. And then let's take a moment to think of a time when someone looked to us for forgiveness. Knowing how we felt when we needed forgiveness, how did you handle the situation when someone came to you looking for forgiveness from you? Let's start imagining these things when we are faced with one or the other situation. Let's imagine how we feel. Let's imagine what we desire. And that will help us respond a little bit better to someone else. Now, I know I have some listeners that want to know if there's a time frame on when you are supposed to forgive someone. You have people that forgive the other person immediately. We have some people that wait to see if the offender changes their ways. And then, you know, and learns the lessons from it. And then we have some who are stuck on whether they should forgive or not, period. 
Well, let's look to see what the Bible says about this matter. If we look at Luke chapter 17, verses 3 through 4, it says, Take heed to yourselves. If your brother sins against you, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in a day, and in seven times in a day returns to you saying, I repent, you shall forgive him. If we examine and break this scripture down in simple terms, it's just saying that if someone has wronged or hurt you, approach them, inform them of what they have done and how you felt. And once they are aware and they apologize, then right in that moment, you forgive them. If they do something else in that day or that week that wrongs you or hurts you again, you repeat the steps. If You know, once you tell them what they have done and how it made you feel and they repent, you forgive them. So that doesn't say, that's not telling us, oh, wait and see if they change their ways or, you know, I don't think I should forgive them because I don't know if they're sorry or not. No, it's saying once you have talked to them, once you have brought it to their attention and they have acknowledged what you've said and they apologize, then you forgive them and you let it go and you go about your your way. But let's be smart about this. It says pretty much forgive immediately, but it's not saying that that person has to be a part of your life past that. Based on their behavior, you choose accordingly if they deserve to continue to walk in your life or not. But let's also think of this way. How soon would you like God or someone else to forgive you once you have made a mistake or you've hurt somebody? Let's remember how we feel when we're faced with these situations. How fast do we want someone to you know, forgive us in a situation or in a certain predicament. I can hear you saying, what if they don't repent? Or what if they don't apologize? What if they aren't sorry? Am I supposed to still forgive them? This is when you are going to realize that forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you so that you can move on in life. Forgiveness is never based on another person's behavior. We should always offer forgiveness without time or condition. So when someone does us wrong, yes, I know it's hard sometimes. Yes, I know it hurts so deep to the core that you don't want to even speak their name. You don't want to be in their presence. You don't want to see them because sometimes if you see them, you might want to slap them. You might want to beat them up. You might want to hurt them back. You might want to get revenge. But... Let's not react off of emotion. Let's offer forgiveness without time and without condition. And then let's reconstruct this situation. How long do you want God to take on forgiving you? When you do the things you do, do you always go to God and apologize for what you've done? Do you always seek forgiveness? How soon do you want your friend or your spouse to forgive you when you apologize to them for doing them wrong? 
Do you want them to take five years, seven years to see if you've changed your actions, your attitude? Do you want them to wait that long to see what you're going to do to determine whether they're going to forgive you or not? Because what if you don't make it out? What if you, you know, never change your ways? Then they'll never forgive you. So you can't wait for someone else to change up who they are or how they act just to decide whether you're going to forgive them or not. Forgiveness is not for them. Yes, it feels good to know that someone forgave you, but forgiveness is for yourself. Forgiveness is for you to be able to be free from being held bondage to something, to the hurt. Forgiveness frees you up. So you can't wait until someone changes their life to finally say you're going to forgive them. If you're going to forgive them, forgive them because you sincerely mean it and not because it feels good to say, oh, I forgave them and to move on just so you can, you can say you did it and, and get it over with. No, let's be sincere in what we do. And then let's be secure in our decisions. Don't say you forgive them and keep bringing it up. Keep slapping them in the face with, oh, well, remember that time you hurt me? No. If we're going to forgive them, we're going to let it go. We're going to move forward and not keep bringing it up. You forgive because you sincerely want to and you're okay with the outcome. My father made a great statement when I talked to him, my father in love, my husband's dad. He made a great statement when I talked to him. He said that Jesus was a great example of expressing forgiveness right on the cross. He was crucified for our sins. He was wrongly accused of things that he didn't even do. So many people spat in his face and wronged him. The very people that said they loved him turned their backs on him. But when he got on that cross, before he did anything else, He asked God, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He knew in that moment that regardless of their actions and whether they repented to him for their actions, that he had to forgive them right then and there or he would not have been able to fulfill the promise that God spoke of throughout the Bible. He would not have been able to die on that cross successfully for our sins and to save us if he did not forgive them first for what they were doing and what they had done to him already. So he decided to forgive them immediately. He didn't wait. He didn't wait for them to change their ways. He decided right there in that moment on that cross that he was going to ask for forgiveness for them because he knew they didn't know what they were doing or who they were doing it to.
So even if we decide that we no longer want to deal with the person, let's take the same approach that Jesus took when he was on the cross when we go to forgive someone else. At the end of the day, I want you to remember that forgiveness is for you and not for the offender. I want you to be secure in your decisions. Forgive for real, not because it feels good or just to get away with something, but because you sincerely mean it. In Matthew 6, verse 14, it says, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. So if you want to be forgiven by your creator, God, you have to forgive others. And it cannot be contingent on what they're doing. We can't decide whether their sorry or apology was sincere or not. That's for God to decide and for them to decide. Our job is to forgive them and move forward. Because if we don't forgive them, we'll be stuck. We'll be stuck emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. And I want y'all to remember that because when I come back next week, we're going to discuss more on what forgiveness or not forgiving does to us spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally. I want to thank you for joining me on today. I hope um, you were able to learn something in these few moments. Um, And I can't wait to get back next week to talk more on forgiveness. This is such a needed topic. This is such a deep and loaded topic that you can't possibly address it all in one one series. So I will be back. I will be back next week to talk to you more about forgiveness. Thank you and be blessed. It's Lady B here. See you soon.